to Redbird Rally. And here's your host, Cory, Nate, and Sway. Hello and welcome to another episode of Redbird Rally. Boys, it's good to be with you talking some Cardinal baseball today. I'm representing my Cardinal Red. Got my hat from opening day. Paid an the boys are back. The boys are back in town. I got Nate over here. I got Swade down there. And Swade got the sniffles just a little bit. But uh, let's he's not, here, though. Let's not. Yeah, he's he's here. He's putting in the work for you. Uh, this is his life. This is, <laughs> this is more than life. Redbird rally. So that's right. Nate, how I'm you doing today? Fifty percent here, but he said fifty percent here. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good though. Uh, did you ask me how I was doing, Corey? Yeah, I did. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, just making sure. Uh, I am doing fantastic. Um, if you know me, you know I'm a huge sports fan. No, man, you don't to... matter. <laughs> and if you know I'm a huge sports fan, you know uh, we got NBA playoffs starting. We got hockey playoffs right around the corner. We got baseball starting. The NFL draft is about to start. USFL just started. I'm telling you, it's a great time to be a sports fan. So I know it's an MLB podcast, but I'm doing fantastic. My news feed's just flooded with all types of breaking news, but I am doing fantastic. Swayed, other than the sniffles, you're looking good, my brother. How you doing? He's yelling at his dog currently. <laughs> Oh, that's shocking. I don't feel good, that's for sure. I got my I got my NyQuil with me. I got my I got my hauls. Oh my god. If they want to sponsor us, they can dude. I was. I was like free ad. I I only have half a lung left. I've I've coughed up the rest, so we're getting there though. I'm here, I made it, so that's all that matters. And you're looking good, brother. You're looking good. Well, boys, the season Back to you, Corey. How are you doing, my boy? I'm doing good, man. You know, Cardinal baseball, we're oh, first well, place in the good. central so. right now. So I'm doing good. Uh, softball's right around the corner. Baseball's a little bit further around the corner. For what for whatever reason, they don't start baseball till May around here. Uh, so I got a little bit more time before that gets in. But been practicing a lot. Been putting some time in the cage. Haven't got hit again yet. Well, that's good. Um, but you know, just getting ready for the season, trying to get in shape, um, or a shape at least. Uh, but the season, the major league baseball season is in full swing and man, Cardinals are not looking too shabby, uh, right out the gate. Wasn't too bad. Um, let's see what we're going to talk about here. We played one game against Kansas city last mm. Tuesday. Uh, that was a six to five win. The second one got postponed, and then we were off to Milwaukee for a four game set against the Milwaukee Brewers. And if mm. this, if this series was an Oreo cookie, the uh, black ends were the Milwaukee Brewers with their wins, and then that white cream fluff right there in the middle. You know the good part, <laughs> the good part that you like. That was the Cardinals win. The uh, Milwaukee Brewers took the first one in a. Uh, five to one win. Then we went ten to one on Milwaukee. Two to one win on Saturday, and then a six to five loss on Sunday, Easter Sunday. 
And that rounded out the weekend. Boys, tell me your thoughts uh, on Kansas City, Milwaukee. What are, what are we seeing here? Um, well, I thought we looked good. I mean, I think our pitching is still kind of uh, up and down. Uh, I mean, uh, you guys are always making fun of me on old Verhagen, and he's kind of had some up and down um, takes this year. But Thursday with the uh, – he came and pitched, I think it was, what, a couple innings? It was like pitched two like and two-thirds what, an inning? innings. Yeah, it was like two and two-thirds innings on Thursday, Verhagen pitched. And he, and he looked good. He gave up one hit, I think one earned run. Um, he gave up a walk, I believe, as well. I think it was a walk and then a hit to get that run. But um, I thought he looked great. Obviously, the Cardinals' offense went sky high on Friday. Um, Saturday, uh, Corey even said it yourself. I thought you said, Matt's. you were texting me during the game, and Matt's looked really good on Saturday. Um, he was pitching really, really good. I think he pitched five and two-thirds. He only gave up three hits, five strikeouts. Or six strikeouts, I think is what it was. Um, first win as a Cardinal, so that's good. Um, but, man, Tommy Edmonds looking really good as well. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm probably going to move him up. Can't go without noticing the Nolan Arenado. Uh, that, that Nolan Arenado is on fire right now. Um, absolutely, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Absolutely tore the Brewers apart. One NL player of the week. Um, and then the other big thing that, even to mention from the Milwaukee, uh, or, or sorry, from the Kansas City, is Albert hitting a home run. You know, back in the Cardinal yep. red, trotting around the bases. And, man, he's been hitting lefties pretty good. You know, it's right out of the gate, right on cue. They said, hey, this guy can still hit lefties. And he stepped in the batter's box and proved that, uh, hit a home run. I don't even remember who the pitcher was for the Royals. Any, anybody remember? No. Lynch, it was that Daniel Lynch is when he had his first one, and then he had yeah. another one Sunday against uh, Ashby in uh, 681. So he's at he's currently at 681, which yeah. another fun interesting fact is that he's hit a home run in every single ballpark except for the Miami Marlins ballpark. So will he do it this series? Mm. Will he get that last stadium? Well, they're gonna face a lefty and Jesus Lazardo, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know of any other. I don't know the other pitchers. And I should I should do more research before I jump on these calls, but <laughs> I don't know the other pitchers that we're facing. Uh, but I imagine you'll see him in uh, in the lineup on uh, on Tuesday um, against Jesus Lozardo. Uh, sure. Yeah. So you know, I, I think it's pretty interesting. I think the conversation after you see him hit 680 and then 681 is Albert gonna get to 700? Oh yeah, I think he's for sure. He's year. what? He's 19 away. Now he's 19 away. He's at 681 now. Number played, five all time, too. Um, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty insane that the guy's still an active player, number five all time. Swade, is Albert gonna get to 700? What do you think? His his dumbfounded looks <laughs> right now makes me think that he's gonna agree. Swade's <laughs> having a little uh technical uh technological <laughs> difficulties over there he's giving just what you know i'm actually smile i'm actually smiling right now i'm actually smiling (laughs) well i don't know what i'm doing because to me whatever you hear a word we're saying (laughs) swade's over there struggling Uh, like halfway sentences it's like i hear i hear albert pool 700 (laughs) 
Do you think Albert Pujols is be okay? Like, I don't even know. Do you think Albert's going to reach 700 home runs? This is being sure. this is his last year. Whatever <laughs> you're asking me, whatever you ask me, sure. He's going to do it. He's got it. Go, um, Albert. <laughs> so, yeah, 19 away. I think uh, <laughs> I think that he's probably going to. I, I, I see that he could get 19 more. Um I, I think he could get 19 more. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny over there, Corey. <laughs> Corey's got the giggles today or something. I'm dead because this guy's just looking at us like, <laughs> I'm asking him a question. He's just looking at us like we're stupid. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like you, you, you have <laughs> imagined you had to have enough lefties uh, throughout the season that we're going to face. And the guy's still producing uh, at, at a pretty high level. I mean, obviously he's not elite. Obviously he's not the Albert of old. Uh, obviously he's not the MVP level Albert. We've already discussed that. We already know that. Um, but if he's going to be this effective uh, against lefties, um, I think that, yeah, you could, you could definitely see him getting to 700. I think that's a real possibility. Um, also want to tag in Corey Dickerson against righties uh, really didn't seem like he was doing too much, uh, but he had a big hit in that third game against Milwaukee yep. that ended up putting us over. So uh, that was really cool to see. I know you mentioned Steven Matz um, pitching lights out. Uh, that was great. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, it was good to see him get back out there, get on the bump and, you know, throw a good game, especially after his rough start against Pittsburgh. He went against a much better offense in Milwaukee. And you could tell, I, I watched that whole game, actually. So I, I actually had a chance. I don't normally get to sit down and watch the whole game. I kind of try to squeeze it in whenever I can. Uh, <laughs> but uh, got to sit Good. down and watch that game. And by the third inning, I mean, the dude was just grabbing the ball and slinging it. Yeah. The fastball was popping. The fastball was just I, hitting 95, 94 pretty consistently. And uh, I like really good. I liked what Kisner said afterwards. He was being interviewed. He said, I really don't think the guy missed the spot. I missed a spot the whole night that he was just hitting a spot. So not only was he throwing it with some movement, not only was he throwing it with some velocity and some sharpness to it, but he was hitting his spots, uh, which is which is really, really good uh, to hear and really good to see Kisner getting a little bit more playing time. Um, I didn't hate what I saw from Kisner, you know, and I know that we talked at the beginning that. We didn't really think Andrew Kisner was the answer. Um, but now I know it's a small sample size. So I mean, you want to pump the brakes a little bit. But what you're seeing from Kisner so far, um, I like it. You know, I, I think and the fact is he's going to get more more playing time, like you yeah. said. So, I mean, we're going to see a lot more of him, whether we like it or not, honestly. Well, Danny, <laughs> Most definitely. Danny Mack said something that really stuck out to me. That's something I hadn't realized. He said in uh, – in the last 17 starts that Kisner has had, the Cardinals have won 15 of those last 17 games. Mm. If you think about that, like that's that's pretty significant, you know. And and again, you're talking about 17 games in a 162 game season. It is a small sample size, but you're mm -hmm. you are looking at a guy um, that is getting some really good experience right now. Uh, you're looking at the guy that's getting a lot of at bats. He's changed his batting stance. He's changed his approach, and he's looking he's looking pretty good. I like what I see from Kisner. Um, you know, not quite ready to put my stamp on him as the Cardinals catcher for the future, uh, but right now I think that he's handling the job pretty well. Uh, yeah. And three guys that I wanted to throw out that I think are looking great is 
um, our bullpen guys, Helsley, Hicks, and Gallegos, you add those three guys in innings that they pitched, they both, they think they've all pitched four games. Total innings, 12 and one-third innings. You know how many hits they've allowed combined in those 12 innings? Three hits combined, one apiece for all of them. No, no score, no run scored. No run scored, all zero ERA. And they've allowed one hit apiece, and they are straight slinging it. Helsley looks really good. Obviously, we're hoping Hicks um, and Gallegos, we were kind of, you know, expecting that out of them. Those are two good guys. Uh, Genesis Cabrera, I mean, he's kind of been up and down, but Helsley's looking really good. I think he threw one that was 102, I believe, that matched Hicks. Um, as far as like, uh, yeah. So, per hour. so, so, so talking about Hicks, like, you know, he hasn't really started yet. You know, they said he was going to be that fifth starter, but they still haven't used him as a starter. They've been letting him pitch right after Dakota Hudson. So, what about that? Well, I think it's because it was the postponed. They had that game postponed, um, and they didn't want Wainwright to. Well, they, they did wait. it twice, so. Is he is he pitching this week though? I don't know how it looked, but we shall see. I feel like he's pitching this week. It's it it would be went well no, be Hudson, or no Wayne is going Tuesday, and then I don't know. I feel like it's up in the air. And even if you look on like the Cardinals' schedule, it doesn't have them all listed. So I think Hicks is just kind of a. Uh, I don't know. Like, are they going to have them use them like as an opener occasionally um, with these rainouts and things going on or delayed? Because they had that day off to Monday, Swade. So with that day off, I think it kind of the way the days kind of aligned up. They're trying to get their main four, keep them on the same rest. The picks is able to swing in there to give that extra that fifth day or fourth day rest, whatever it is yeah. for the guys. However you count it, I think that's when they're kind of sliding in. Um, Another thing I want to say about the Brewers, too, that I saw uh, was, did you hear the Brewers announcer? I don't remember where I saw this at. Brewers announcer, uh, Bill Schroeder, I know I wrote down the name, but he said, man, we haven't seen this kind of attack on uh, Fastball Freddy when, when they were up like 10-1, you know, or they had that big game. He yeah. said, we haven't had this attack on Fastball Freddy in a while. And he was like, and just so you know, Fastball Freddy, he's not using pitch comp. And I'm not saying that the Cardinals are stealing signs now, but I'm just saying how it looks. That's what he was basically saying, calling us out for a little sign stealing. So maybe the Cardinals will uh, make people use pitch comp with all this offensive power. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, though. You know, that's hey, I, I, I know that I probably I think I said this last time, but it is good to see the offense clicking because last year, especially in the first half of the year, that was the problem. Uh, the Cardinals were primarily and, and pretty much only a pitching and defense team, and that's how we won games. And that's fine. You know, that's our strengths. And I would still say that that's our strengths. The best part of our club is our defense and our pitching. But it's good to see the offense getting in there and smacking the ball around a little bit. A lot of base runners, and it's good to see base runners. Um, I, yeah, I love the home run just as much as the next guy, but the fact that we're getting people on base and we're getting people on base consistently is a big, big deal for me. Because uh, last year there were so many games that we would live and die by the home run, but now we're starting to see some RBIs, we're starting to see some bases loaded, you know, situations, uh, a few there, and we're starting to see some guys get extra base hits and just get into uh, position to win ball games. So it's good to see. Um, 
I want to check in with the rest of the Central. Um, yeah. The Cubs, the Chicago Cubs, had a four-game set against the Colorado Rockies, who are actually a pretty hot team right now. Your Rockies, Nate, they are not doing too bad. Rockies uh, podcast. <laughs> they uh, they did the same thing. They were a little Oreo uh, cookie sandwich there where the Cubs took the ends and then the Rockies took the middle. Um, Cubs went up. On Thursday, 5-2, Rockies won 6-5 on Friday. Rockies won again, 9-6 on Saturday. And Cubs ended out the series on Sunday with a 6-4 win. Um, you know, Cubs aren't looking terrible, not looking too bad. <clears throat> Going down through the rest of the Central. Suzuki, taken- though, is looking really good. Sorry, I had to throw that in, man. Who would have thought he came out of nowhere? <laughs> You're good. Going through, the, going through the rest of the Central, the Brewers are – uh, so it's Cardinals first at six or yeah, sorry. Cardinals first at five and three um, Cubs in second Brewers in third Pirates in fourth. And then the Reds coming up last. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to check out any of uh, all the other teams going on. There's some red stuff I want to talk about, but I, I'll, I'll, if you guys want to mention something first, the, you guys go ahead. The, the Reds are shocking me with their slow start, honestly. Like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, um, they what? That, they got swept by the Dodgers? They didn't win a single game against the Dodgers? I don't think so, no. What are they, like, two and seven right, right. now? Yeah. Not even uh, Hunter Green. They The Reds won both their games to start the season, I believe, right? I'm pretty sure the Reds like really won their first two games of the season, and then all of a sudden they just like just fell down. Don't quote me on that. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't think anybody's really watching the Reds to be honest yeah. with you. They're on a seven game losing streak. They won their first two and lost their night their next seven. Wow, or uh, six or whatever. There, people are watching Hunter Green. That's about it. Yeah. So you brought that up. That's what I was going to mention. I want your guys' kind of your thoughts on this. I, what was it? He pitched 39. He, he threw 39 fastballs of 100 miles and over. Uh, it's the most since, you know, live ball era, I think they said, or, or something. I don't remember exactly most since when. Um, but what do you guys think about that? Like, is that just impressive? Or are you guys looking at this and you're thinking, wow, this is insane? Like, what, what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, obviously, the guy's uber talented. I mean – the poor thing is, it's just for no good, no good reason, unfortunately. Because I mean, the Reds are just kind of—I don't know. I mean, we don't really understood where they were coming from when their trades, getting rid of Suarez and uh, Winker and all that kind of stuff. So we didn't really understand where their off-season strategies were. Um, but yeah, Hunter Green is the bright spot, and I think he looks deep, super talented. Do you think his arm will be able to last, yeah. though? Because we know through Jordan Hicks, like, dude, he he literally killed himself from throwing too many. I think he was on the list, too, like, in mm-hmm. top five. He was, like, number four on that list. Yeah. Because uh, another guy, DeGrom's on that list. That dude's always hurt. Yeah, because when I saw when I saw Jordan Hicks, I don't remember exactly what game it was, but he came in and he was – the dude was just hyped. And he was throwing – he threw, like, 105 like three times in a row and i i saw that and everybody's going oh my oh wow this is insane and i'm thinking this dude's done 
And it wasn't even just like a few weeks later, he was out for the rest of the season. Um, so you have a guy coming in, especially at a young age, with a lot of potential, a lot of upside, and you're just letting him go and you're letting him eat for for 40 pitches over 100 miles an hour. Uh, is it sustainable? I don't know. I mean, I know he's People are throwing faster these days now. No, I mean, I mean, I get that. I understand. I feel like everybody's that. throwing 100 miles an hour nowadays. And I think that Hunter's a little bit behind the time, you know, because everybody, everybody's got a guy in there. Everybody has an arm in their bullpen or in their rotation, either one that throws a hundo, you know, <laughs> that throws at least a hundred miles an hour. Um, so we look at it and, and my gosh, like sh- shame on us because we look at it and yes, it is impressive. It's absolutely impressive that a kid can go out there and consistently over 39 innings pitch over a uh, hundred miles an hour or over. But the fact is, is Trey Turner still turned it around on him and hit a home run off of him at 101 Byron Buxton yeah. against the Seattle Mariners turned around, pulled in a ball in the left field, just dropped the hands. And that's the thing. Like, you know, I, I have, I ever stood in the box and seen hundred miles an hour. No. Um, but you know, I think I've seen enough velocity in my life that I, I can understand the mindset of a, of a big league pitcher. If you're going to get a fastball and you know, it's going to be super fast. It's not, terribly 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 difficult to drop the head down on the bat and just put the ball in play and i think that we're seeing yeah yeah yeah, we are seeing guys throw faster now but we are also seeing hitters hit those pitches and if you if all you have is a really fast fastball you're not going to succeed and you're going to injure yourself like crazy um so i'm not a hundred percent ready to just jump on the hunter green train you know, he's he's had two starts to a season. Um, did he win either one of them? Um, I don't believe so, no. Or he did win. He was one. He's one and one, so. Yeah, so he lost. He did the, win one. He's got a 4.3 ERA. He lost against, he lost against the Dodgers. And, yeah, part of that is definitely you didn't get run production from your offense, but. I mean, you got hit. He, he did. He did get hit around, and he he got taken deep. He got taken yard, and and pitching thirteen, in, stri- 13 strikeouts in ten innings. In ten so far, yeah, so far, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I'm I'm not taking anything away from the guy. Obviously, I could never do what he does, and I'm not I'm not trying to like combat him or any way, shape, or form. But I'm just exercising caution when it comes to like jumping all over this guy's case. Um, but that's not necessarily what I wanted right. to talk about. I'm with you, Corey. Yeah. And uh, I think. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm, 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 my signal is absolutely terrible. So, like, like, I didn't even know you were talking to me for like a minute straight there. But, uh <laughs> I'm I'm with you, Corey. I just think you know. I think it's amazing to see these guys uh, throw 100 miles an hour and stuff. But yeah, the dude is young. But it's also cool to see people like uh, Verlander and people like Wayno and people like uh, Kershaw that are just using. They don't need the fastball to strike people out. It's just cool to see you know them using mechanics a different way to strike people out. Like Nolan Ryan, you know, back in the day, he didn't need a fat, he didn't need a hundred something mile fastball to strike people out. 
it's it's it there's more to the game than just throwing up 105 miles an hour so yeah they do have yeah. a lot of people injured too you know they got mike minor luis castilla that to jay Antone, nixon zell jonathan india who's just recently got on there they have yeah. a lot of injuries so well, i mean another another thing with the reds that i want to talk about uh <laughs> Phil Castellini. If anybody knows who's who's who that is, yeah, doesn't know who that is. COO. Yeah, the C the CEO of the Reds. He came out with uh or sorry, COO. CEO C-O-O. is Bob yeah. Castellini. Phil Castellini is his son. Chief um, operating officer. He came out with a little bit of uh some comments about his Cincinnati Reds, and he was on a radio show. And they were basically on, what he was on TV when he said oh, it was on TV. Yeah. Opening day parade. It was on the oh uh, on opening day. Come on, man. NBC, NBC, Cincinnati. Oof, that's rough. Well, if for those of you that don't know, this guy basically bashed the city of Cincinnati right in their face. And I didn't know it was on opening day. That just makes it even worse. But. Uh, he was being interviewed and the interviewers asked a very legitimate question because there is a large portion of the fan base of the Cincinnati Reds that is pushing for ownership to sell the team to somebody else because they feel that the ownership are not wanting the team to succeed, that they are tanking on purpose, um, that they're just not trying to be a competitive team. And I, we get why. I mean, we've already talked about that. We talked about their offseason plans and how much it didn't make sense and some of the trades that they made didn't make sense. So they, he got asked about that. And uh, basically, the interviewer said, what are you going to say to the fan, to the Cincinnati Red fan that feels that you're not the right guy for the job? You know, how are you going to encourage them to cheer for your team? And you know what he could have said? He said, we have some young guys. We had the National League Rookie of the Year last year in Jonathan India. We're really buying into these guys, and we really believe in them. No, what he chose to say was uh, to the fan, that's looking for a better team that's looking for cheering for another team. He said, well, where are you going to go? <laughs> and I'm, I'm quoting him here, reading his actual quotes. He said, sell the team to who? He said, that's the other thing. He said, you, you want to have this debate? And he's pretty heated. He says, what would, what would you do to this team to have it more profitable, to have it make more money, to have it compete more in, a, in the current economic system that this game exists? He said, the only way that we can get it to compete more is to be to pick the team up and move it somewhere else. So be careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah, he he looks like a mobster too. Honestly, he looks, he looks like, like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like somebody that ain't messing around. And he also said something too about uh, uh, I forgot another thing. Something else went viral too. I saw with his comments that they just need to fans just need to settle down and start celebrating and cheer for the team more something basically saying they ain't cheering for the team you don't care kind of no. throwing it in the fans face too no here's here's what you need to do if you're a reds fan and you're out there and you're listening to me right now listen very closely because i'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do stop going to reds games stop boycott the owners boycott the the, the team now i get it 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 stinks because obviously i'm saying that with a with a little bit of like, uh, I don't know, devil's advocate that I'm playing because there is also on the same, at the same time, there are a group of players uh, that have worked their whole life 
uh, to, you know, try and be the best ball player that they can be and play on a competitive team. So you don't want to cut those guys off. That's the part that stinks is this guy, this loudmouth, that's the COO. And I know that he's successful and I know that he's a smart businessman, but right now that was not a smart thing to do. Not only did you, you know, spit on the whole entire city, you spit on the whole 28 man roster that you are putting out there on the field and you're basically telling them, Hey, I don't believe in you. Hey, I don't really care how you feel. Hey, it doesn't, this is, this is all that I can afford. You're the cheap of the cheap. And that's why you're on my team, you know, because I, my whole thing is to make money. That's Bob. That's it. That's (laughs) Bob Castellini. (laughs) That's That's his dad. That's his dad. While we're, while we're on the reds too, uh, so many people are bashing Nick crawl. Um, their, uh, their GM. And there's a lot of history in the Reds baseball. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I feel like, Reds, I feel just... like people would want that, but people are bashing their GM for these moves because I mean, they traded Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray for a high prospect. I get that. Like I understand. Uh, and then as far as the whole, like Jesse Winker and Suarez contract for some like inexpensive young pieces. Okay. That's medium. But the whole trade that really people are like, what in the world are you doing? Is the Amir Garrett to the Royals for Mike Miner? Why? Why? Why would you ever? And do did that? you see Mike Miner was like basically not even healthy? He has a one, uh, he has a ten million contract with like a one million buyout for next year. So I mean, he's probably not even going to be on the season for a year, and, and he's, he's on he's, his he's on his way to the IL right now. He hasn't even pitched. He's so, over. I mean, than Amir Garrett, he cost more than Amir Garrett. It made absolutely no sense. So you can't say, "Oh, well, we're trying to save money." No, you're not trying to save money. Yeah, you're, you're literally going and spending more money on a player that is worse for your team. And I, I, I don't get that. Now I know there might be some clubhouse issues that the public doesn't know about, and I get that side of it. But at the appearance, you cannot blame the fan for being upset. You cannot blame the fans for coming up there and saying, "Hey, we we don't understand some of this." And and yes, you're you're 100% right, Nate. There is mm-hmm. almost there there is no team in the Major League Baseball that is more historic than the Cincinnati Reds because they are yeah. literally the oldest team in Major League Baseball. They were one of the first teams ever founded. You know, they they're the longest active team. Uh Cincinnati is a great baseball town. I've been to Great American Ballpark. Was it full? Absolutely not. But the people that were there were passionate about their baseball team. And I know Reds fans that are still passionate about their team after years and years and years of just being mistreated, you know? And, it's and like being, the Reds look so good on paper, too. Like, a couple was it a couple years ago? They underperformed, but on paper, they looked amazing. Yeah. And, just a couple years ago. And I guess, I guess that's kind of his thing. Like, hey, we tried, didn't work out. But, like, at, at this Some of the stuff doesn't make sense. At this point, you're not trying anymore. You're just not. Yeah. Suede, I don't know if your mic's muted, but. It probably is, but here we are. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't want to cough up a lung in my mic. Sorry, but their general manager Nick Crawl, he believes that he believed in him at the beginning of the season. So I, I just read an article as we were talking about this that he said the Reds are in a better spot right now than we were a couple weeks ago. That was at the very, very, very end of March. So you know, right before the season even started, at the end uh, of spring training. So. And I, and I. I Says the guy that waved Wade Miley and traded everybody and guys that, <laughs> and veteran you, guys that would have been good for their team. But you lose, you lose. Hey, they Jesse got Tommy Pham. Yeah, yeah, okay. You lose Jesse Winker out in left field, one of the best 
guys that hits righties better than anybody in the league. And you go and you replace him with Tommy Pham for literally, I think it was more money than what you were paying Jesse Winker. If it wasn't more money, it's pretty close to the same amount. I don't know. I Don't quote me on that. I would have to have the numbers in front of me. I don't know what Tommy Pham's contract is, but it's not little. And literally, Tommy Pham's first day in the clubhouse, he sits down in an interview, and he says, I'm here for me. I'm here to run my numbers up. I'm here to get my bag. I'm, I have one goal and one goal only, and that is to, to – uh, what good luck buddy yeah i'm i'm here for one goal and one goal only and that is to make me look good oh i, mean, I was just he, agreeing with you he literally he literally said that why would you want that guy in your clubhouse he literally <laughs> shows up in the first day on his job he doesn't say hey i'm here to make the team better hey here i'm here to win ball games all he says is i'm here for numbers I, I, i'm here for me i'm here to be selfish and he's gonna play selfish and you know what right now he stinks well it's <clears throat> yeah I'm, yeah, and I'm his numbers Cardinals are thirty-eight, a point zero thirty-eight average. Yeah, like he's batting he's terrible. And I'm glad the Cardinals didn't pick up uh, Colin Moran. I think I said something about, hey, they should go after him over like Pools or something like that. You know, we had that conversation. And I'm glad we got Dickerson because they're yeah. uh, they're gunning Do for this. Colin, Why would you say Colin, that? <laughs> they're gunning for Colin Moran to be sent to the AAA, and. Um, yeah, dude's had a rough start. He's not, he hasn't been fielding well. I think he's bad. No 71. And then another guy that they were talking of. remember Aquino, what is it? Aristides Aquino. Remember yeah. when dude was hitting like, uh, like 20 home runs a game. Like, yeah, remember that? Like <laughs> <laughs> and and now, fell off the face of the earth. Now buddy's batting. Oh, 53 with uh, one home run out of his only two hits that he has. Um, and yeah, dude's probably about to be sent to the minors as well. Yeah. So, oh. We only have Not looking few, good. We have a few minutes left here, and I want to ask you guys this one question just to wrap up our thoughts. Uh, and that's pretty simple. Are the Cubs legit? I know that we have a really small sample size. Um, I know that uh, you know, there's still a lot of season left, um, and we still got a lot of things to figure out. But right now the Cubs are sitting in second place. And uh, they've been doing they've been doing pretty good. You know, they did split that series with the Rockies, um, but the Rockies are a really hot team right now. Uh, so if you I don't know how much you guys have looked at the Cubs. I don't know. Have you guys seen the Cubs or anything? I've been like watching that. a little Cubs. I've been watching a little Cubs. Are they a real threat to the National League Central right now? Yes. And here I, I believe so. And I believe uh, I like you said, we still got like 150 games to play, so anything can happen. I mean, the the Cardinals could just completely blow the season. Uh, I think the Brewers are actually going to choke this season, and I could see the Cubs going to the playoffs. It'd be a Cards-Cubs. I know, Corey, you said once before you can't see that, but if the I, I could see the Brewers literally the, choking this season away because the their offense totally, is terrible. If the Brewers totally fall off the face of the earth, then yes, but I, I – I really – I don't see the Brewers not making the playoffs. With the pitching that they have, the – Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, yes, their offense might be terrible all year long, but they still have some really good pieces in that offense. Uh, pitchers are struggling right now all over. They're not going deep into games. I mean, well, I feel like they, you can, some pitchers are – and it's the short spring training, like all that stuff. Exactly. You can blame yeah, that on can, short and spring training. You can blame that on the lockout. You blame that on whatever you want to blame it on. Pitchers yeah. are struggling right now. And Nolan Arnauto's taking full advantage, so I'm loving it. 
Um, but uh, Rivers are bottom five, I think, right now, and earn runs <laughs> average because the Cardinals. We're about I think, to see like MVP 21st. year out of him. Yeah. So Swade says the Cubs are legit. Nate, what's your answer? Are the Cubs legit? No, I don't think it's going to last. I mean, I think that they're they're exciting team to watch. They're exactly what you said they would be, Corey. It's like brand new people at every position. They're exciting. They got Suzuki, you know, the new toy that came, you know, overseas. Um, I don't think their pitching's there. Um, I just, you know, I love watching Pat- toy. I love watching. <laughs> I love watching Patrick Wisdom rake though. That's, yeah. I do like watching dude play. He's he's enjoyable to watch, and I like and I like that Suzuki's doing something. But I do not think that this is sustainable for the Cubs. I really don't. I think yeah. that they'll probably be third on the central and not good enough to make the playoffs yeah uh this is the one time that i will agree with nate rather than suede usually it's me and suede agreeing and nate completely disagreeing um but i do not think the cubs are legit listen here's what's happening so one year for christmas i had i turned 16 and my dad woke me up on christmas morning he said hey i got you a car for christmas he said it's out in the driveway and I'm all excited and I'm all pumped up and thinking, oh, my goodness, what in the world did what kind of car did my dad get me? And I walk out there to the driveway. It wasn't snowing. Uh, and I walk out to the, there to the driveway and I don't see a car and I'm looking for this car. And I see this lone little hot wheel sitting out there in the middle of the driveway. That's what the Chicago Cubs are in my mind right now. Uh, they're at the part of the season where it looks good. It feels good. They're the little kid or they're the 16 year old kid that just got told that they got a brand new car and they're on their way out to the driveway to look for the car. That's where they are in the season here in about two to three weeks, maybe a month. You're going to, the Cubs are going to finally get out to the driveway and see that they're just a hot wheel, that they're not a legit car. (laughs) Maybe that's a stupid analogy. I'm sorry, (laughs) but no, uh, I'm yeah. I'm there with you. It's Hey, I agree. The Cubs suck. All right. (laughs) You just totally totally flipped your whole answer. I, I don't know, dude. I could still, they, they, I mean, I'm always going to say they're suck. I'm not going to say they're they're good, but I'm not going to say they're going to go all the way or anything. They're not going. This isn't the 2016 Chicago Cubs, and it won't be. Yeah. It will be a wild card team, if anything. So, well, um, yeah, it'll whatever. be interesting. It'll be interesting to see from here on out. Uh, see how the Cubs do. Thank you so much for tuning in to Redbird Rally. Go and let us know what you think. Go to Redbird underscore Rally at Instagram. Comment. Like us, follow us. Uh, you can even you can even message us. Tell us how terrible we are at our jobs. If you would like to do that, all of our Cubs fans Please that listen don't. in. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening and tuning in. We will see you next time here at Redbird Rally. Until then, go Birds! Seven hundred for four.